on SEN Plus. Welcome to The Breakfast Stable. Good morning, everyone. It's a breakfast stable this morning on Saturday. Again, they let us back in the studio on Saturdays. I'm pretty excited about that. What do you think, Pete Hilke? I tell you, walking here, the traffic, oh, my God, it's great. And I even saw somebody here, this is exciting, on no. a push bike. <laughs> Sorry, what's that? The benefit that happens on a Saturday morning. Oh, it's beautiful. Well, I'm very um, excited also because French Chaconi's here. Well, only just... Just look, I I did well. I had a few hours sleep, yes. but yeah, that was great, guys. Good morning, guys. We had um, last night. Taylor Henderson had his launch, new single launch event last night. Yes, and he released his new song yesterday called "Moving On," mm. and it's it's a tearjerker. It's oh, like, man, oh, it's not like a boppy boppy no, dance, no, it's, it's fist a, pumping oh, kind no, of just just like. Where oh, yeah. the tissues? I start crying. Got a beautiful voice, doesn't he? Amazing. Absolutely gorgeous and voice. I, I honestly believe that this kid, uh, he's had a look, X Factor, Australia's Got Talent. Um, he was through big labels, um, didn't work out, and then we worked with him. And basically, I honestly, when he's about 30, he's 24. Oh, wow. So when he's about 30, I reckon there's going to be a story about him, like his whole hardship in the music industry as a kid, right through. And uh, hopefully, this song. Gorgeous. Actually, here's a question for you, Frank. Is, is it harder these days for the young kids coming through because of YouTube and everything yes. to actually make it now? Because everyone's got a laptop. Everyone yeah. can log on to Spotify, iTunes, which is great because you don't spend – look, production costs when you were in a studio cost a lot of money, mm. a lot of money. So, but so, yeah, when you're doing it in a little studio or your bedroom at home, a lot of big hits. Avicii, yeah. he started from his bedroom. Yeah. You know? Also, oh, so Ed Sheeran. All of them, yeah. He was, I mean, I'm going to try my Oh, oh yeah, and he hasn't done much since. No. 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 Such a hack. Some, some he was hack. great in that movie uh, oh, yesterday. I watched that. I saw <laughs> it. Brilliant. <laughs> Wasn't he good? He does Brilliant. have some good acting chops. Now, we're minus a couple of stable mates this morning. I'm a little bit, you know, weirded out because I've got you two knuckleheads. That I <laughs> knuckleheads. God help you me, Jack, today. Jeez Louise. Please don't break the show while we're here. Let's just let's not do that. Thank God for Mandy. I've got Mandy with me today. Hi, guys. Hi, Thanks for hey. letting me be a part of it today. <laughs> so I have got another girl in the studio, which is no. good. So Captain Jack, you're here. Don't worry. Yeah, no, it's, it's all good. I'm, I'm a very quiet. I know. I'm very excited that I get to work with you boys this morning. So it's just us, Helen and um, Catherine are away. They're back next week. So we've got plenty to cover off. That's fine. We're all good. We're Facebook Live again too, aren't we, Petey? Yeah, absolutely. Go to where are we going? The Breakfast Table Facebook page. That's correct. And you you shall see us live in the studio as of a Saturday morning now. Yes. I, I don't think Mandy got the memo with the live Facebook. No, no I was like, I didn't, I didn't do my hair, makeup. <laughs> These early mornings aren't my style, so I was not no. prepared. Well, you, we do have a built-in hairdresser yeah. here, so, yeah. you know, you can always so just... Next time. wait till the yeah. next break. I'll <laughs> 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 transform. Brush. <laughs> Makeover. Oh, we'll get Frankie onto it, don't worry. He's, he's the, uh, the hairdresser du jour, that's for sure. It's all It's all yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we should probably should cover off a little bit of sport while we're here. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Look, yeah. Saturday morning sitting around the table. Hello. Good morning, kiddies yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Well, I think everybody in the studio is pretty happy that Pies got slammed <sighs> yes. last night. Yeah, I know. It's great to <laughs> well, see. Richmond are thumped. What was the final score? Uh, they won by 32. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it was 32 because I, yeah, that's, that's, I'm wrapped. I'm just so excited that they lost. They, they just could not get fired up. The yeah. So, I mean, all. Richmond, and so they've gone into the top four. Um, which is absolutely fantastic. It's good to see. Oh, I tell you what, yeah, to see Collingwood get done. 
I am singing a song about that. I don't know what the song is, but it's yeah. good. Look, no, the Tigers have now won uh, five in a row. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're back in the top four. And they have the right time. Yeah, that's it. And the Pies have um, have had their fourth loss out of the last five games. So they're going to need to find something very shortly if they want to um, have a half-decent finals campaign coming up. So especially with that last two spot in the eight, they just keep flip-flopping around, and, I should say. And your mob, mob Epsilon, they're, they're coming around the right time as well. So, That's and, it. And I think they've got a good little run, have they? Yeah, we're playing Gold Coast this weekend. Yeah, so it's, it's be a Percentage time. booster, that's what you need. <laughs> that's exactly right. Well, I mean, um, Essendon and GWS have now kind of cemented themselves in that top eight. So really that last spot, um, that last, you know, seven and eight is still probably t- potentially going to flip-flop a bit. But, um, you know, Brisbane Lions, West Coast... Um, and Carlton, they've all, I mean, sorry, and um, Carlton. Cats, Carlton. Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. Sure she said Carlton. I've just turned the ladder upside down. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Carlton's yes. there. Yes. <laughs> I was looking at the two of you knowing you both both the Blues. No, um, the Cats, they've all got, I think, pretty easy games this weekend. So yeah. they're not going anywhere anytime soon either. And Hawthorne's there. There's still like two games out or mm. game out. That, Hawthorne, don't be surprised they come in from out of... Out of yeah, well, I mean, look, I think when you look at the amount of rounds that are left, uh, anything can happen. I mean, I must admit, Adelaide Carlton this weekend. Now, the Blues, after last last weekend's win over Gold Coast, mm. 2016 was the last time they went back-to-back wins, that mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Um, now, but the big news is Eddie Betts is out of the Adelaide lineup for this weekend's game against Carlton. And what was that for? What did he do? He, just put, just his performance. Yeah. Like he kicked how many goals a couple of weeks ago? Uh, a couple of weeks ago, he kicked six goals. He a bit of a poor, a poor performance. Okay. And I was going to say, well, I said to you before, I mean, his bad days, like everybody else's. Oh, great day. day. <laughs> before, before the show, I said, if, if Eddie's got no chance, no AFL player's got a chance in no. the game. Like, what that, do you mean? I mean, well, that means the whole Carlton Football Club would be in strife. Right. <laughs> look, as a Carlton, I'll take Gibbs and Betts back. Anyway. Oh, mate, Betsy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. That was a shock when he left. But Brisbane, I tell you what, Brisbane, mm. they have really impressed me this year. I think they've really impressed so many people. Good on mm. them. Good on them. I mean, it's good to see different teams do well. Like, it's like you don't want to have the same team doing it all the time. No, yeah. look, exactly right. And But Brisbane, they're, they're just playing They're playing great football. They did, I think it was North they did last weekend. Um, It was fantastic to yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah. Really, and they've really got, they've got, I mean, they've got Hawthorne this weekend. So, yeah, that'll that'll be interesting. But... Yeah, anyway, it's only, I think we've only got four rounds left until the finals. I think it is. What is it now? July, oh. end of July, August. Yeah, that sounds about right. Four rounds left. Hey, actually, here's one yeah. for everybody that's watching oh. on Facebook Live and actually listening. Mm. Why don't you send us some questions in? Nice questions. Yes. I don't want any, on. I don't want any disturbing questions. It's too early in the morning yeah, for that. Okay. Oh, no, but it's a family show. Of course. <laughs> yeah, the questions usually get asked. I don't know. Well, we haven't had many so far. No. We've had a couple of tweets, you know, from yeah, friends from and stuff. Yeah, from overstuff. We've told our friends to tweet us hey, about it, you know. Hey, how we're doing hey, well? Us, <laughs> <laughs> ask me a question about And something. my mum always texts halfway through the show, let us yeah, know how we're going. People can ask questions. They may want to ask, how long has Frank been a hairdresser for? Too long. <laughs> Too long. There's the okay, answer. Well, that question. We don't need that question sent in. Okay, we also had some Ashes warm-up matches during the week. Yeah. What happened there, Petey? Oh, look, it was absolutely fascinating to see. So <laughs> I keep laughing about this because England were playing Ireland. Now, Ireland being a very, very minnow in it all, um, they bundled the 
the English out for 85 in the first inning. <laughs> Sorry, just to in, you, you were messaging us this stuff as it was happening. Like, it was like a story <laughs> on its own. This thing. That's why I'm laughing. Yeah, right. So, 85 runs, and it's like, yes, get them now, pretties. <laughs> and then, so, anyway, so the Irish scored, right, 303. And you think, oh, this is going to be interesting. Then, unfortunately, England came back, and they scored 207. And all they had to do was score 187 or something like that, and they scored 38 runs. <laughs> <laughs> so the Irish, you know, one day they're good, next day it's like the Melbourne weather, isn't it, really? Yeah, I know. My God, that's, yeah, that's quite <coughs> astonishing. Well, it's good. I mean, you know, the English probably just need a little bit of a, you know. Look, regardless, you want a good Ashes series. That's what you <laughs> yeah, want. I know. We don't, we don't want scores like that. No. Nah. Oh, no. Everybody. Look, you don't want England to win, but if it's, a, you know, you want it to be a close one, last game, yes. last couple of balls, that's what you want. Yeah, yeah it. bring it on. But it was just, it was actually interesting. I mean, to see England come out and actually lose their first innings um, and be all out for 85, the press over there, you know what they're like? Yeah. Oh, yes. They it's got turned. stuck into yeah. them. Yeah, they turn. They, oh, they, they, they turn. turn. I know. I mean, I think we're bad sometimes, but the Poms are, are well, worse I'll, than I'll, we are. I mean, the English um, uh, football team, soccer team, and that the last year, oh. the last World Cup, they were brilliant. But before that, for the last 30 years, 20 years, since 66, mm. they got killed. Yeah. Like, just the pressure's turned on them. I mean, yeah. if you actually, if you watch during the week, during when this was happening after their first innings, <clears throat> when Boris Johnson walked into number 10 yeah. as the new Prime Minister, <laughs> he had his ha- head hung low. Have you seen the Trump and... Yeah, I know. <laughs> the same hairstyles. Oh, my like God. It's like mini me, isn't yeah, it? Well, you've got, like, two bookends now either side of the pond, haven't you, yeah. really? You've yeah. got, got <laughs> so I had that. The two bookends of the pond. Oh, yeah, I know. It's a pretty scary stuff. So, yeah, that had that happened during the week and he's come out <coughs> punching, saying that he's going to absolutely push this Brexit thing. Yeah, through. yeah, yeah. Just like, yep. yeah. Anyway, good luck with that, um, Bori. Um, now, we also have to announce a new competition too today. Oh, While we've got so everyone's sorry. ears and eyes, hopefully through Facebook Live, um, we have got a competition thanks to our wonderful friends at 400 Grady. Yes, good on Johnny. Some of the, some of the best food we've ever eaten. Oh, they yeah. won during the week the um, best pizza for Oceana. Oceana Pacific region, yes. Now, what's the Oceana is us... New Zealand. New Zealand. New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. 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 Asia. Um, that rock yeah. oh, off, that rock off Bar Asia. and Bay. Yeah. 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 And that's a lot of pizza yeah. restaurants. <laughs> that's a yeah. lot of pizza joints. So, yeah. you know, that's, that's... No, congratulations. No, that's that... fantastic. We're so happy for him because yeah. he's Johnny and then, like a lot of us know Johnny personally yeah. as well. He's just supportive, like, you know, our sponsor. He's a very he's... humbled man. Yeah. Mm. And, that's what, and that's what I love about Johnny. He's just... You know, I can just walk past and you see Johnny in the street and you can just have a conversation. That's the beautiful but thing about him. his crew around him, like, um, like we, we, Jack, we do with the yeah. marketing yes. team. And, yeah. and the crew around him, I've so got the same policies that he's got in theories and fundamentals. Like, yep, yeah, it's like not like, oh, you know, we don't know. It's like, yeah, all right, what, what can we do? Let, yeah. Let's work it Let's work it out. No, they're, they're awesome. Yeah, so, exactly. So this competition, it's a bit of a double whammy because we have got, um, up for grabs, the workshop. To yes. go and learn how to make your own pizza and a dinner for two. So we're doing so, both. So we're doing both. So oh, going that to, is awesome. So it's a great date date. Like Mandy, a, you enter and you can take I was like, this right? sounds good. Am you I allowed? Can, is she yeah. allowed to enter? Yeah, it, she so can this enter. is the yeah. thing where you go Money, and learn how out. to make your own pizza. So you go and do the workshop and then you get to go and have the dinner for two oh that God. night. So it's a great, that's a great day, oh. date, date, night, date. That, that is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So you can just be how as a no, couple. How nice is that? As a couple, go and learn how to make dough together. Like the I like your hand movements there, Jack. 
So like the whole ghost, like the whole ghost scene in Clay. Yeah, they throw it up in the air. So instead of sitting there and massaging Clay, you can go and massaging Doe together. And if you watch Facebook Live, you could have seen Jack's facial expressions during that as well. I don't know if that's a good idea, Facebook Live thing. I think we're going to uncomfortable places. We are going to be back shortly at 7.15. This is The Breakfast Stable on SEN+. Good morning, it's 20 past seven. My name is Jack Muller. You're listening to The Breakfast Stable. Now, Frankie, we have got an extremely special guest on the line all the way from the US this morning, haven't we? Oh, look, we have, and I, I'm honoured and privileged, and I just think it's one of the coolest things we've, we've yes. ever done this show. We yes. have um, uh, Poppy or Francis Poppy Northcote, and um, one of the, f- the first engineer that worked at NASA and a female engineer, and, and she... Yeah, enjoyed a lot at NASA and, and even her the afterlife of NASA, what she mm. has done. It's an inspiration. And you'll get into all that later on with Poppy. But, um, yeah, she, it's it's pretty cool that we've got her on. Yep. So, um, Poppy, can you hear us coming in from the US? Yes, I can. Welcome to the show, Poppy. It's so lovely to have you um, joining us on The Breakfast Table all the way from the US. You're based in Houston, aren't you? Yes, I am, Jackie. Oh, that's so fantastic! Thank you so much. Look, we're we off the obviously off the back of the fiftieth um, anniversary of the moon landing last week. We we thought it'd be fantastic, and and Frank has been wonderful in um, in organising to to have you on the show. So we're really privileged to um, to have you here. Well, I'm happy to be here. Hello, Poppy. How are you? It's Frank Ciccone here. I'm fine, fine, Frank. Thank you. Thank you for for uh, answering my emails. I'm I'm excited because I do love. A bit, a, a lot of stuff about NASA, and and I, the question that I, I have, and, and I, in one of your documentaries, you you actually mentioned it, re, basically getting all the men back, back back to Earth, and and losing the boys um, around the back of the moon. You you did say that there was a bit of a, a a blind spot or a quiet spot around the back of the moon. So how how did you get these guys back? How how nervous were you, knowing that you couldn't communicate with these guys for a few minutes? Well, and it's more than a few minutes. It's 30 to 40 minutes. Oh, wow, there you go. It's a total dead zone, Uh, yeah, when you're behind the moon. And, you know, up until we had the Apollo flights, we've never had any extended periods where we don't have voice communication with the capsule. Uh, Otherwise, I mean, you just have a little bit when they go through reentry, but it's a very brief period of time. The the most nervous I was was of Apollo Eight, which was the first mission that went to the moon. It, they didn't land, but they flew by and did uh, did lunar orbit. And that was the first time that we had ever experienced this thing of really losing communication, extended period of time with the with the spacecraft. And what they do is that the major maneuvers are done on the backside. Okay. So uh, they're doing these big burns, and you don't know whether or not it's gone well until you acquire communication with them when they come out. So if something's gone wrong, you don't have much time to deal with it. Yeah, yeah, and and being being the first female, uh, uh, one of the first females there, and and I saw a, a bit of your footage where, and NASA did. I mean, I don't know, like they not that they used you, but they used your image and 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 you as the first male as more of a promotional tool is that correct is that what what you saw it as well um i don't know if nasa did so much i mean i worked for a contractor i mean to a certain extent i think i was a trophy at that time uh you know 
there there really weren't very many women at all. But at the same time, the women's rights movement in the United States was really coming to the fore, and questions were being raised. I mean, where are the women? Where are the women? And uh, I guess I was their diversity factor. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, you were such a, an amazing, groundbreaking, I suppose, example for many women in the, you know, maths and science and engineering uh, fields at that time, Poppy. I was just wondering, you know, well, well, a lot of other girls are probably doing very, were probably being promoted to do very um, stereotypical roles at that time. You know, what was it, you know, what were you doing when you, when you were a young girl that sort of led you into this field in science and engineering? Well... Uh, I can't say that I was doing anything much different than anybody else. I, I always had a high aptitude in math in mathematics. It was always an easy course for me, and you know I had a I had a good aptitude, so I just majored in mathematics when I went away to college. Uh, I didn't have any expectation that I would work in the space program mm. at that point. Uh, I just sort of happened into it. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, did you, um, I mean, you actually built and designed the descent uh, engine. That's right, isn't it? No, I did not. Okay. There's some confusion about that. The descent engine, I mean, I I worked on software. I don't know anything about hardware. Okay. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Uh, But the the company that I worked for built the descent engine Mm. to the, the lunar module. But I was in a whole different part of the company than that. I, I worked on the return to Earth capability okay. uh, from lunar orbit. Yep, yep. So then who were some of your, I suppose looking as a, as a young woman, who were some of your um, female heroes? Like who did you look up to in terms of, you know, your career? Well, really didn't have much at all at mm. that time. I mean, I, you know, there, there was just a emptiness out there if you were talking i mean you know you're talking about women like marie curie long dead uh, um, you know just very few women that were visible in the sciences there were some women that existed but they weren't visible no that's right there was no profile i think there's probably been more visibility brought to them in the last few years uh than when they were actually quite prominent and alive Yes, yes. But of course, you know, since then, though, you've become such an amazing, you know, um, pioneer for women um, across, you know, many um, aspects. So so you've sort of led the charge in a lot of sexual discrimina- anti-sexual discrimination in the workplace um, as well, haven't you? I have. I've been very active. And that experience of being the first woman, the only woman, the isolation of that and, and experiencing the kind of uh, gender discrimination that women face uh, when they're in that position really uh, educated me and motivated me to go and speak out for other women. Yeah. I mean, look, it's, it's amazing. And it's women like yourself that, you know, have have created such a, an amazing um, example for generations, you know, since that time. And um, certainly, you know, for myself, I actually got the opportunity to visit NASA a few years ago. So I've actually been to the Kennedy Space Centre and it was mind-blowing for me. I can't imagine what it would have been like working there, but it was one of my childhood dreams to get to visit 
um, that site and I was having a massive, massive uh, nerd out session when I got to go and see uh, the inside of those hangars <laughs> and, and touch the moon rock and, and see the control panels that you worked on, basically. I mean, they're, you know, you look at them now and I just, I, I mean, we have all this amazing equipment technology these days. I mean, I just can't imagine what it would have been like trying to work, um, you know, with that with that level of uh, sort of technology back then. And it was an amazing experience to, to visit um, having worked there, it must have been such an amazing buzz for you. Well, it, it was it was certainly great fun, and it was very challenging because we were doing something that had not been done before. We were truly doing breakthroughs, and uh, that was the great appeal of it to me was that we were doing something no one had done before. Poppy, uh, question now. So what are you doing with yourself now? I know you've been busy with all the, all the marketing and everything regarding moon landing and the 50th anniversary. Um, so what, what are you doing <laughs> with yourself now? Well, I'm, I'm a lawyer, and so I go to court. Uh, you know, I got back from an event at the New York Times, and the next day I was in court. Uh, and, I, and I work uh, on – I still work on women's rights. And I do a lot of voter registration uh, because I'm very interested. I, I, I don't think, you know, I think that women need to be visible at work, but I also think that women need to be visible in the political process as well, well, well in you, their you, community. You'll love our workplace because there's, there's, there's two male workers here, but we, we actually led by, there's three other ladies in our in the room and they tell us what to do all day and, and we they just, <laughs> they, they charge us right through. So Jack, Jack is actually called Captain Jack. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like I would like it there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would. Poppy, this is Pete. This is the other male member here. I just wanted to say one thing, just listening to your story, uh, for a lot of the young women out there, it is truly inspirational to see someone like yourself. Uh, you do so much for the community, uh, for where you've been, you've gone, and for what you're doing now. So congratulations. It's just it's amazing stuff. Well, thank you, Pete. Oh. Well... It's really a great opportunity and a privilege to be able to do that. You know, if you have an opportunity to go out and be visible, I think you should take it and try to do something with it. Well, it's been an amazing privilege to talk to you, um, Poppy, all the way from the US. Thank you so much for, Thank you, ta Poppy. for Thank taking you, Poppy. the time to talk to us this morning. We wish you all the best um, with all your amazing work moving forward. And, and uh, yeah, just thank you so much for joining us and sharing your terrific story. It was great. Thanks. Thank you so much. Well, that was amazing. She's an amazing, inspirational woman. What a um, legend. Yeah, wow. we've, we've got more coming in after New Sport and Weather at 7.30. This is The Breakfast Stable on SEN+. It's 7.36, you're listening to The Breakfast Stable. We've got some people watching us on Facebook Live too this morning. We, hello, everyone that's joined us so far. It's lovely to have you with Having us. Having conversations between themselves. I know they are. <laughs> talk, don't worry about us. Just talk amongst yourselves. No, please, don't let us get in the way of a good chat. <laughs> Seriously. Um, how amazing was Poppy in the last segment, really? I mean, oh, she was amazing. I'm just absolutely blown away. Mm. It's almost, it's one of those things that takes a lot for me to get starstruck, but I mm. just am mm. because someone um, from that time, seen the photos, wow, wow, yeah. wow, 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 wow. I, know. I feel extremely inadequate right now. <laughs> Poppy, I mean, she's 73 years old and she's still, you know, going into court and she's a criminal defence yeah. lawyer as well now so I think that's amazing how yeah. how she did 
an interview with the New York Times. And then went that, to court. And then went to court. <laughs> and next I mean, hello. Yeah. See, but it just shows when you are living that passion mm. and you're doing what you want to do, well, life is an amazing journey. It is. No, she's an amazing woman. Yeah. We'll talk about um, living passions and getting out and enjoying life. We're very happy this morning because in the studio with us, we have the CEO of the Gertrude Street Projection Festival, uh, Bianca Bowman. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you for having hey. me. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there we go. Standing, <laughs> see where I'm at. We like to give a round of applause properly. Um, thank you for joining us in the studio. It's nice to have you here. And it's lucky you came today because normally we'd have to BYO a chair. So ah, Kath, yeah. Catherine and Helen aren't here with us this morning. So normally we ask you to bring a deck chair, oh, good. a picture of margaritas and umbrella that's, that's when you hilarious. come visit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so great things happening in Melbourne during winter. I mean, obviously we always, you know, bang on about the football and all, all the other sports stuff around here. But it's also wonderful to get across a lot of the cultural things that are happening. Yeah. And you are heavily, or you are heavily involved because you're the CEO <laughs> of um, the Gertrude Street Projection Festival. And it's the 12th year. It is the 12th year. Um, We've kind of matured from being a, well, we're still a community festival, but, Mm. you know, from what we were doing with projections 12 years ago to what we're doing today and the amazing lit up streetscape is quite phenomenal. So So what was was the origin? Because it's one of the, it was the first projection festival in Australia, is that right? Yeah, it was. Um, It kind of came about the co-founders of the festival, Monique McNamara and Kim Ortenberg, uh, were residents in the area um, and kind of got together with the, the traders to say, hey, you know, the street's dark at this time of night. It was, certainly wasn't as gentrified now in the area mm. as it is today mm. and wanted to activate the spaces. And it kind of started with things like light boxes and TV screens and windows, mm. playing DVDs. I've still got some of the old DVD players. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <Yes>. please. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's... Um, it kind of those were the first origins of the festival, and as technology and projection evolved, uh, so was the festival. And um, the festival is run by our organisation, our not-for-profit organisation, Centre for Projection Art, and we do lots of education around uh, projection and teaching artists how to use projection and extend their practice into mm. the projection realm and looking at sites and how they can use those differently than just, say, doing a video piece or an animation piece. So. It's, a, it's amazing. I used to live in Fitzroy, um, just off Brunswick Street, and but this was some time ago, well before the festival started. And, um, yes, I certainly would have enjoyed, you know, having some sort of cultural event like that. I mean, there was lots that went on, obviously, that I got to enjoy by living um, in a place like Fitzroy. But, I mean, that started after I'd left, yeah. unfortunately. Um, and so, you know... Projection back then was probably slightly different to what it was, <laughs> what it is now since the festival's been in play. Well, I mean, you got you the projections. I mean, look, Ivanhoe, they've got the Christmas lights. Yeah. And That's then throughout true, the rest yes. of the year, then we've now we've got these beautiful projection sites, the art, I should say, come up. So it's actually, you know, we're quite a bright city. Yeah, exactly. And then, of course, you, have, you know, Vivid, obviously, Vivid Sydney yes. is a big um, event every year now, too. So, but what I was really blown away with was just the scope of the activity. So, it's not just about projecting images on a wall, is it? So, tell us no. about the scope of the program that runs, because it runs for a it week. It runs for nine nights. So, we cover uh, 
two weekends because of the inclement weather in mm-hmm. Melbourne. Yes, <laughs> we don't anyone, We don't want to miss out on anything. Um, and we kind of have a clo- an opening weekend and a closing weekend and two different kind of programs. Um, the opening night last night, we had some fr- fringe performances and that, that kind of thing uh, with the festival. So one of the... Um, one of the events is uh, was by um, Melbourne Zero Sessions, which is a female crumping group, and they've actually got a pro- they've got a projection in the window of thirty seven Gertrude Street, which was actually the first feminist bookshop in Melbourne many 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 years ago, uh, which is now a residence. But we've got a um, got a projection of theirs in that window, um, and they did a live crumping performance last night with music and everything in Turnley's Undercroft, and kids got involved and jumped in and okay. Okay, I'm going to be the deer in the headlights here. Crumping, what's that? It's an expressive art form. It's a, um, a, like a breakdancing hip-hop art form that's quite impassioned and passionate. Mm. I'll, I'll show you yeah. during the break, don't worry. All right, yeah. thanks. Actually, we've got, some, uh, we've got some footage of the crumping sessions last night on our Facebook page, so jump on and have a look. And what's your Facebook page? Ah, it's uh, good. <laughs> now you can. Now you're going to test me, aren't you? <laughs> it's um. It, well, you just if you go Gertrude Street Projection Festival, you find it. But it's Gertrude.st.projection.fest. Quick question now: with a lot of street events, and I'm, I'm my business on a street as well, dealing with councils and yes. pre- the preps and before and after. There's a lot of red tape to go through. A lot of like, is it easy dealing with that that side of t- yeah, things? Yeah. Um, City of Yarra are extremely supportive of the arts and they're extremely supportive of um, the Gertrude Street Projection Festival. We've been really lucky to get triennial funding year on year um, and they give us a whole heap of in-kind support. Um, I guess with the festival, unlike, you know, some other festivals, we don't close off the streets, so it's quite a passive um, event. You know, people will experience the festival on the tram, in cars, um, on their bikes and also walking. So we don't, um, there's no kind of traffic issues or anything like that, except for, you know, someone maybe standing in the middle of the tram lines taking photos. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, hello. Look who's behind me. (laughs) Um, So obviously it's evolved over the 12 years that you've had it. So, you know, is it hard every year to then come up with a program whereby you're going, okay, well, now how do we make this, you know, better year on year? Yeah, well, it's a curated event every year. So we go, uh, we do a call out for curators or invite curators every year. So there's different themes every year. Um, and then we ask artists to respond to those themes. So mm-hmm. rather than just being, I guess, a, a light festival and a spectacle kind of festival, um, uh, which is nothing wrong with other mm. festivals, they're, they're tourist attractions and, you know, people love to come in and play amongst the lights, we actually do do a curated festival as well. So it's um, there is a theme that people kind of experience, and this year's theme is... Um, resist, persist, shift. So we've asked people to kind of look into those themes, mm-hmm. both, you know, politically, socially, and kind of respond to that theme. Yeah. That's fantastic. Great themes. I like that. Yeah. But I've all, I did have a question, though. Is there any time, you know, because you've got obviously you've got at times, you know, people managing, you know, the images and the recordings that go on. Has anyone accidentally put a home movie <laughs> and, you know, maybe a slightly inappropriate home movie shot on the side of the Builder's Arms Hotel? No, 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 not at all, not at all. Your mind, Jack Muller. I just, I'm just 
it's crisis management. Like, <laughs> I, I just think, okay, what could hey, go it, wrong? It's happening. <laughs> years and, you know, what, could, what could go wrong is where my head goes to. So, you know, it's just yeah, a new no, national we've got, lampoon We've got contingencies and stuff always for um, the festival. There was one year a couple of years ago where um, the, the slides in one of the projectors that we use, which is a massive, it's the one that kind of lights up the, the Atherton Towers, um, there was a issue with the slides and they, you know, the, the unit overheated and we had to get more slides in. Right. So it was a, a couple of nights without that projector up. But we've got um, contingencies for all of that this year and, yeah, that will never happen. I'm again, sure it so. runs <laughs> smoothly as um, as it should. But it, uh, does. it does. You can Bien- see Chevy Chase coming out now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bianca, for joining us this morning. So the, the um, projection festival is running from this weekend through to next weekend. Yep. So. Obviously, Gertrude Street, that's obvious where that is. So you can go to your Facebook page and find out all the details. So, yeah, look, if you know, it's a great opportunity to get out and about and enjoy Melbourne during winter. So thank you for joining us this morning. Yeah, please, everybody, come down to the Thank festival you, and have a look. It's Thank wonderful. you. Yeah, it's get, yeah. get into yeah. that crumping. I'm going to get into a bit of crumpets <laughs> while I'm crumping. <laughs> oh, dear, Pete. It's, it's 7.46. This is The Breakfast Stable on SEN+. Good morning. You're listening to The Breakfast Stable. We've just been r- racing through this morning's show, haven't we? I'm absolutely gobsmacked. I was, I was feeling that it's over. Like I, was, I could be here all day. Oh, I, this is so much fun. I don't know what everyone else thinks of that idea. <laughs> <laughs> we think it's a cracking idea. Yeah. Oh, by, by the way, too, I think last week, just to clarify, our Facebook Live came out halfway through. Now, it wasn't because we broke any broadcasting laws, we was broke it? The internet. No, no, no. Okay, <laughs> so basically, basically what happened, because I yes. am using the phone, I didn't take... Um, the storage facility that's attached with the phone okay. was full. Okay. Do right. we need to get Poppy back on the phone to explain yeah. this because <laughs> my brain starts to go to weird places? No, look, okay. and that and that's it. So what I make sure now, when you make a mistake once, you learn from it and then okay. you move on. Right. And so I've learned, so I got rid of all the videos, so now we won't have that problem this week. Okay, so everyone should be seeing us still. Absolutely. As long as I can <laughs> see the reflection in the back of that window, which I can, oh, I know that we're still alive. Oh. Yeah, there we go. Oh, you are so smart. That's very technical, yeah. Pete. I, I don't know where this comes from, though. <laughs> The other thing I need to clarify too is our grindy competition. How <laughs> do you enter? How do you enter? <laughs> We all carried away with the massaging of the dough thing, didn't we? <laughs> okay, so all you have to do is this week um, we're going to – we just want to know what your favourite topping is on a pizza. So you've just got to put on our competition post your favourite topping and then tag a friend yep. that you want to take with you on the massaging dough expedition. Oh, you had to go there. <laughs> massaging dough. <laughs> so please enter because it'll be fun. It'll be, it'll be a fun afternoon and evening out. Frank Giacconi. <laughs> yes. You're hanging in there, aren't you, buddy? You've I'm had, doing all right. You are for well. four hours sleep. You, uh, you're yeah, doing exceptionally well. And I'm actually going to do haircuts. I've got about 15 haircuts from nine till two today. Oh, Can I um, get squeezed in somewhere in there yeah, for maybe next, needs for next right, week done. if I have to go back on the camera? <laughs> if you make us sound great, I'm bringing the brushes down. All right. Down we're on. <laughs> Roger. Um, so, yeah, yes. so we've got some entertainment news. Now, this yes. is massive. So um, uh, Frank Cattella and John Curtin, a few other guys, they used to run Stereo Sonic, which is a big event that was on it was called stereo yes. big dance festival mm-hmm. for years so then um that stopped um stopped for a few years and then they made a big announcement it's called festival x so another big anthem dance venue um, mm-hmm. event happening in melbourne and sydney um and in brisbane now the lineup is ridiculous um and i started like you know the old 90s of me came back out again calvin harris oh my God. aman van buren 
um, Alison Wonderland, who's a current, Steve Aoki, and then Generic, whose name is Tyson O'Brien. Generic's a local boy. Mm-hmm. Smashing it in LA. He's, he has residency at Omnia Club in Vegas. And he opens up for Calvin Harris and has been doing it for a long time. And he's this. And I went to Vegas and I actually was in the booth with Calvin Harris and, and Generic. He looked after me there and it was like... This this guy here resi- having a residence in Vegas is yeah, amazing. That's big, isn't so it? this wow. festival X, um, uh, I did have a chat with the the directors, and they're actually um, I'm trying to get on board somehow. Um, you know, saying look, you know, I want to cover this story, like you know, but really I want to go there and just watch all these guys. So, yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so we've got that, and then also when is that happening? Now that is um, the Melbourne event is the first of December. Sunday. Okay, so it's a summer. Yes, yes, yeah. summer. Um, Sydney is Saturday, November thirty, and. Friday, November 29th. So they're backing it up like day after day. Mm. So basically, I mean, when is events on? Bumping in and bumping out when you do an event. That's a big thing. So there's a lot of oh, trucks yeah. and I mean, any any event from food to whatever. Mm. And yeah, so these guys are bumping in and bumping out every day and every night. Wow. And whereabouts will that be? In the Melbourne's at the, um, the Melbourne's at the showgrounds. showgrounds. I think they're all at the showgrounds. So yes. yeah, so close. Good, good venue. So it's perfect, yeah. Now, another big thing is happening. This is actually pretty cool. It's the UFC 243. So UFC is the biggest live broadcasting. We're talking about like almost a, a billion people watch this show. Like they really? around the world. It's massive. Mm. Massive. So they're, they're bringing it to Australia and it's going to be a sellout. 80,000 I might be, I'm not sure if it's at, at Tel- I'm going to see if it's at Telstra or a Marvel Stadium or at the G, but they sell out. Oh, and yeah. you, for a UFC fight, UFC, they've booked yeah, potentially yeah. Marvel Stadium. Yeah, well, I think Seriously. they did the last one was at Marvel, and um, yeah, and this is like, and the two fighters are um, uh, uh, Robert Whittaker, who's a champion, and he's got a title, and then he's um, going to be fighting Israel Adesanya, who's another title belt. So they're actually going to have a unified fight to have both titles, and that's a big thing. And it's going to be streamed, and the UFC has got their own channel. They've, it's yeah, it's streamed around the world. It's, so. a, it's amazing how how much live streaming from UFC to all the soccer teams and everything now has become so big. Yes. Well, the ICC the, um, um, in Asia, it's happening now, like with all the big teams, Manchester, Juventus and all that. Yeah, that's, that's, right. that's been streamed. We, we don't hear about it here, mm. but it's streamed around well, the world. I've been watching all their yeah. games. SBS actually started showing it yeah. live on TV because it got just too big on the streaming that mm. it, it breaks the yes, internet. Yes. Hey, just while we're talking uh, events, actually Vic and I are heading up to Sydney in August the 3rd to see Mondo Rock. No way. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That Get out so of cool. town. I still can't believe it, actually. Oh, <laughs> that's God. crazy. Um, that's, that's what I've got for a bit of this week, so uh, and then also another thing. I mean, yeah, putting the management hat back on. Yes. Good old Taylor Henderson. Yes, listen to the song. It's um, it's it is a real look. I I know, like you got the Lewis Capaldi songs, and you got all these big European overseas. Let, let's get back behind the Aussie music. Let's yeah. get, let's get this guy a big. Yeah. Oh, look at that. I agree. I'm gonna start crying again. Like, <laughs> like, I've heard about five thousand. Keep it together, Frank. Keep it listen, together. What you... a voice. Yeah, and, and I know I'm being a bit biased, but like just get around. Australian musos. Yeah. That's all. It's mm. not that hard. Did everyone behave last night? You know what? Yeah. Oh, well, we have to be professional. So, um, but look, once. No one ended up, you know, knees up in a wheelie bin anywhere. Look, what happens on the footy <laughs> trip stays on the footy trip, all right? <laughs> right. So, Jack. <laughs> Rolling knees up in a wheel. Oh, and ready. also and also projection different movies on projectors. Yeah. <laughs> Gee, I have been a little bit oh saucy God. this morning, haven't I? Wow. We've okay. seen a different side of Captain Jack. <laughs> so that's it. I'm done. Good. Thanks, Frankie. Always, you know, 
insightful with everything that's going on, telling me about bands whose names I've never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, what have you got going on this morning? You've got a bit of a commentary that you'd like to make. Yeah, look, it's just been really interesting in the restaurant world out there at the mm. moment. Um, a lot of Australian restaurants, here's a, here's a cracker for you. The average profit margins, and this is coming out from the Restaurant and Catering Industry Association, the average profit margin in the restaurant industry has fallen from 10% down to 2%. Oh. And it's mainly because of your delivery, yeah. the delivery, food delivery people. Yeah, delivery and all that. Yeah. They've actually brought those down. And because a lot of struggling businesses think, especially the restaurants and the cafes, they've got this mindset. If I'm struggling, I'll get these guys, these mm. delivery companies, to actually go out and deliver on our behalf. It doesn't do them any good because they're going to pay commissions to these guys. Is it like thirty percent or twenty seven percent commission? Yeah, it's, yeah, wow. yeah, it's really so it's of the, of the actual food bill itself, yeah. right? Yeah. Jeez. So I mean, once you do that, your 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 profit is just keeps dropping every time. Mm. Um, so that's that's not good at all. Because I suppose their mindset is is that, okay, well, those people aren't coming into the restaurants. So I'm not paying for the yeah. the, the table and yeah. the cutlery yeah, exactly. and the washing and the thing. And this is additional um, income. But, in fact, that's, you know, it's being stripped out of obviously, yeah. you know, yeah. But, the, but like, I mean, if it comes straight away, it's like, look, the food's amazing when it does. I've done it before at restaurants around the corner. But when it's coming from a bit of a distance, it's it's not that nice. When it comes, like, <laughs> no, that's sorry. right. Like, it's, I don't know. Like, it's a bit cool by the yeah. time it gets to your place. But, yeah, but here's one. A, a true... Food icon in this country, Margaret Fulton passed away mm. during the week at the age of 94. Yeah. She had written 21 cookbooks, right? She actually wrote her 21st cookbook when she was 85. Wow. Gosh. These you know, women doing things. Uh, yeah. What a, what a, and she was, and again, you know, great uh, example of, you know, pioneering kind of professional yeah. women in this country. Exactly. Um, first of the sort of, I suppose, celebrity, celebrity chefs, chefs yeah. if you wanted to say. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you look that. at Margaret Fortin was really, I, I suppose she was known for her cookbooks. And I think especially in the in the 70s, 80s, really going through um, inspirational to a lot of women. And mm. I mean, I've got a function coming up with a country women's association. Mm. Mm. Once again... Those women, if you look at the recipes out there, that's where they originated from. Yes, yes. And look, oh, I, I don't know how many dinner parties my mum cranked out with her Margaret Fulton cookbooks. Exactly. Oh, look, that seafood, everything from the seafood cocktail through to, you know, a fondue. Yeah. You know, you just, you wouldn't be without it. So, um, no. yeah, look, um, uh, rip Margaret Fulton. Thank yeah. you for, Absolutely. you know, blessing Australian households all over the country with your wonderful recipes. Yeah. Thanks, Petey. Now, of course, I'm not here next week. Because I'm away, I'm taking it. We're running the show. So I'm telling you, do not break the show. Do not break the show. Do not break the show. It'll be Johnny Tan as well. It'll just be a room full of boys. No, Helen and Catherine are back, so you don't have to behave. And that we will, because we are angels. Well, thank you for joining us this morning on The Breakfast Table. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Go Sack Thunder final today. Go Blues.